Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming up on this episode of the More Mojo podcast, a reaction to the very personal stories that were said on the last podcast where my son was talking about his girlfriend and how the stories that we tell on the radio show and these podcasts really put our relationships in jeopardy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That mojo ain't no good. So it's supposed to be Dirty Thursdays, but you know what? We uh, were really dirty yesterday. I mean, I mean, yeah, is, we that, is there? Don't get any dirtier than that. Uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty dirty. How does that make you feel when you're talking dirty like that with your son? Uh, well, I'm not talking dirty. I'm hearing him tell me the story. So it's, it's, I, you know what? He's a grown man, and at, at his age, I would have liked to have had the relationship that I, he and I have, where we could share that with my dad. You know, my dad, and I think I could have had it, but you know, my dad was from Cuba. He was, uh, he he emigrated here, and um, I mean, he, my dad used to used to mispronounce the word comb when he would say comb your hair and say come your hair, and I would giggle, and he never understood what come was. Like he, like it was one of those things where he didn't know it. Like where Joe and I can have the relationship where we can obviously talk about uh, sex, my dad and I never could do that. Can I ask you a question then? Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> do producer Rachel. Do you look at Katie differently, your son's girlfriend that we were talking about? Honestly, a question. I'll be perfect. I didn't even think about the that, that aspect yesterday of once. It? I, I really didn't. I didn't think. Uh, How so, could you not? Because of the fact that um, she was the aggressor in that story, she was the the dirty one. Can I uh, can I tell you? I love this girl. Mm-hmm. Like I abs- like I honestly think of her as a daughter. Like I really truly do. Where some people would say, "Oh, wouldn't that you know make you gross out?" Like kind of how my dad would react mm-hmm. to talking sex. But they're a couple. They've been a couple for a while now. A year now. Yeah, yeah. a little over a year. I love that girl so much that um, honestly, I think that she is uh, maybe too good for Joe in some cases. <laughs> but I, I love their relationship, and I, because I think she's been very supportive of him and the stuff that he talks about on the radio, mm-hmm. obviously with that podcast. And she kind of reminds me of Chelsea and how Chelsea uh, is, but also Chelsea was. And I worry that. It eventually is, becomes fatiguing for your spouse. And I said this to Joe. I said, you know, your mom and I, in the beginning, I could talk about anything with her like, mm-hmm. or anything on the air. 
And I was in her hometown working in uh, Tucson, kind of like Joe is here in Detroit in Katie's hometown, because Katie, you know, is a she's a born and raised Detroiter. And um, I said, you gotta you gotta be careful because if you guys are together, as long as your mom and I are together, eventually it does get to you because you know there are some things that you shouldn't talk about on the air that I've made the mistake of talking about. You just have to know where to draw the line and how to stay right. behind it. Well, and just pray you don't hear them having sex because that's awful. Why you've heard that? Yeah, who have you yeah. heard? You've my heard steps on the shower story. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I just played that over Best Of over oh, Christmas, yay. so if you missed it, it, check the podcast from like Christmas time. It's on there. It's like it's it's just such a horrible feeling. Do you have that relationship with your mom where you could talk to her about sex and positions and all that stuff? She tried to talk to me about her sex life, and it was just gross. I was like, I don't want to hear about this, Mom. Please don't tell me. I don't want to know. And so it was when her and her husband, who are now married, were just dating and like actually still liked each other. I mean, no, it's... <laughs> Pretty non-existent, as usual. Don't get married, people. Um, so, yeah. But I don't know that I would That's amazing her. That... And I don't know that she listens. So I, she's never said, like, oh, uh, I heard this. My aunt listens to everything. What does she say? She thinks it's funny. So, but... wait. So, Rach, this is really kind of neat for me to hear that you get uh, the EBGBs or whatever they're called when, when your mom talks to you about her sex life. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about your their mom having sex. I'm surprised because you you're and the like, person like to hers wasn't just like oh we you know had sex. It was sex toys and lube uh, and like all. I'm like oh my god. See that's funny because like, Apple, uh, the, the dildo doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> I don't need lube yet, but anyway. But, but the funny thing with Rachel is. If anybody were to talk about it, I mean, any stranger, like even, mm. you know, were to or any of us were to talk about that, Rachel would go. Well, let me tell you, right. you got to hit the clitoris <laughs> and you got to do this. <laughs> I, it, it, it surprises me that uh, she's not like that with her mom. No, you know? I mean, she didn't need advice. She had right. it down. She had the sex toys and the lube. Go for it. <laughs> um, it, it's funny, after we got done with that podcast, I think Joe kind of felt a little awkward after a while. Not about me, but I think he was worrying about Katie. I'm you sure. Know, I'm and, sure he still is today. And, and what she's uh, what she she talked about. But one of the things that I uh, will I will say is, that, that boy, that's a great lesson. We talk about all the time about sharing and mm-hmm. your personal life. I mean, that's a great lesson in sharing your personal life. But right? also on the reverse, I hope nobody holds that against her. They are two consenting adults, and she's right. an adult, and she can say whatever the fuck you, she wants to say. Who do you say think would hold that against sex. her? Parents? People in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's people that are fucking total. Yeah. Um, what do you call it when you don't have a lot of sex? And, uh, you don't Mojo, understand Mojo? it. Mojo? Well, I was going to raise my hand. And, no, no, no. That's they're the prudes prude. in public, and they're, they're just as freaky as everybody else, but they like right. to be judgmental in public exactly. and pretend. Like, you know? oh, I would never say mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting because I look at when we do this podcast – that nobody's listening, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. that there's not anybody listening. Mm-hmm. But I've now realized in all the years that I've been doing radio that the person that you don't want to be listening is usually the person well, that's, that's the listening. Thing, when they come or off here about it like, from a third I heard, party. I heard the podcast <laughs> yeah. and your face yeah. is like, oh my God, which one? <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I tell you, I went home yesterday thinking that I was going to get chewed out for the uh, the, the roadhead uh, oh, conversation from yesterday. Yeah. Oh. 
Did you? She, no, no, she didn't. I mean, this is Did she is not weird. hear it, Michael? No, she heard it third party. Okay. So she only heard parts <laughs> Even of worse. it. Even worse. Oh, I thought it was good. Maybe it is worse. Maybe. It depends. What did she, she say to you about it then? Nothing. She nothing. didn't bring it up. But how do you know that she heard it then? Um, if she did hear it then. Oh, because she made a comment. She made a comment when she walked in the door and she's like, what did she say? It was something about my old car and then she smiled and walked away. So I don't know if it's like a I'm in trouble and I'm going to hear about it another time. But we've gone through a lot of this of, of you know, don't talk about this on the air, but talk about this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. not, not, she tells me, doesn't tell me what to like to say and what not to say, but I know that there's a line with her. I, I always thought it would be great, and this would be something we would have to totally prep out, but I always thought it would be great to not actually tell the story, but do a headline of what it is specifically that our, our significance or our family do not want us to talk about. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it, say, for instance, that there's a specific story about, uh, you know, my son's hair. And it's like, I'm not going to tell a story, but it's like, there's a hair story I can't tell. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a yeah. and to be able to hear what each person. Is. I got in trouble, big trouble for a plastic surgery story that I told on the air about a family member. I'm talking mm-hmm. like someone wouldn't talk to me for a while. So wait, so uh, when this usually happens, this is what ends up happening with Chelsea. She'll just call me right up and she will say. Thanks a fucking lot. Like she'll do something yeah. like that. Like she'll, yeah. like she'll, yeah. like she'll, like she'll call, she'll call up and she'll just go right off the bat. Like I'll answer and go, "Hey, Chels," and she'll go, "Don't fucking hate Chels me." And she'll like basically like she'll come right out. She doesn't like, wait. She does not wait. She addresses and it. And she doesn't right. not. Chelsea doesn't not not talk to you. She confronts you mm-hmm. and says, "This is the deal. We've had this conversation. Whatever you know, whatever it is." And and she'll she'll bring it right up. So what's the uh, one? What's the one type of conversation you can't have about it? Uh, well, oh God, there's been so many of them. Like, her, <laughs> like her, about her person personally, you know, like about uh, stuff that uh, you know that, that deals with. Listen, don't say I'm it. I'm gonna say that. I know what you're oh, trying I don't mean, that's, not well, to say. Well, no, I'm gonna say this to you. If 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 uh, if, you, if legally you're not allowed to talk about it to somebody else, you shouldn't be talking about it on this show, right? Okay. So so, but here's the thing with uh, with Chelsea. She does that. My sons are different. On the other hand. My sons just ignore me or they'll they'll stop. Like I can totally tell if I said something like if I talk about like I talked about Luke and how he, he's eating cereal and all the, the rest of this stuff. And listen, he's doing exactly what Joe and Jake both did. Like, you know, it's a story of something that they both did when they were his exact age. But Luke doesn't realize that he thinks I'm talking personally. And I'm not saying that this is the case. I will go home today, and I'll go, hey, Luke, how was school? And he'll walk right past me. He'll go up to his room. He won't talk. And then what happens is Chelsea comes in, and and she'll go, so, you know, when you talked about this on the air today, um, you know, you really hurt his feelings, whatever. Mm -hmm. And whenever I hurt anybody's feelings in my family, it fucking kills me. Mm -hmm. So then I've got to That's not why we have these conversations. We're not trying to be mean. We're just being real and just being trying to you know trying to tell a story about whatever that we thought was funny that we never thought anybody did but i can totally see the opposite of it like chelsea one time said to me she goes you know what i want to do she goes i want to go in stand behind the microphone with chris spike's wife with capricorn <laughs> rachel's husband with uh, andrew shannon's ex-husband and i want to sit there and tell all your fucking embarrassing stories and I want to tell them and I want the world to hear them and I want you to listen in your car 
to hear this and then have friends call up and say, hey, remember the time that I, you know, and you know, talk about your that small dick or whatever. It makes me go numb from head to toe right now. <laughs> and, the thought of that and, possibility. And tell all your stuff, She's you know. Right. And, and, and uh, you can't talk back. Right. That's and, the problem. And I can't say Because you, you control the narrative. Myself. Exactly. And, she, and that's exact, and, and that's it. And, and Chelsea says, and then I want you to know how I have felt our entire marriage. And when she says it that way, it hits you. It, it, it really does hit me. And it, and it, and at that, you know, there, there are, there's never been many times in my life where I had wished that I chose my backup career of being like a high school history teacher. <laughs> but that, that's one of those times where I literally go, you know what? Being married to, to us or being with us, family members with us mm-hmm. is not Sucks. fucking easy. You know what I mean? And tell, um, you know, Nico, tell Nico, you know, today when Nico's, friends who he doesn't re- you know who they know that mommy is mm-hmm. is the is producer Rachel from the Mojo in the Morning show and Nico goes to school and kids are making fun of him so you can't play Xbox right. because your you know your mom you charge all the stuff <laughs> to Nico that is as bad sometimes as us telling a sexual story about right. our our Joey talking about his girlfriend and in her you know uh saying what she said um, so with that case, you know, it does, it breaks your heart and stuff like that, but it's a fine line. I, I, one time, I, I think I told, uh, Steve Reynolds, our, our buddy that, you know, is a radio consultant. I think I told him sometimes, I'm like, is there a way to do this job and never do that? And he looked at me and he goes, I don't think you would want to do this job and never be able to tell those stories. Right. Because in that case, then you're a DJ, the, right, or, exactly. or yeah, then we're just What's a the next song? variety 105. <laughs> uh, here's Michael Bolton. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly. that old thing. So it's tough. You know. I mean, there, there's definitely a trade-off. Yeah. Is there anything that you wouldn't talk about? About uh, my personally, family member? No, for or, about me personally. Yeah. I mean, I, listen. You know, would you want anybody to know what you look like naked and stuff like that? I, I no, I, yeah. There's definitely stuff I wouldn't want to talk about. I wouldn't want to talk about. Uh, um, I wouldn't want to talk about some of the sexual things that uh, that that you know I've tried to do with my wife that you know are embarrassing or or that Chelsea knows about from the past. I wouldn't want to talk about some of the family stuff, like some of my personal kid stuff, like when I was a kid. Some of the stu- you know embarrassing things. Like there's some embarrassing stories that um, that. I think the listeners would listen to the story and go, "Oh, that you know, that's right. that's hard." But I don't know if I would want to talk about that. I wouldn't want to. There's certain things I wouldn't want to talk about uh, that are really personal. That if my kids heard about it, that they would look at their dad mm-hmm. uh, differently. You know, there's all those. There's all those certain things. Um, but. Uh, Eventually, on my deathbed, I'm just going to blurt them all out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> remember. I, you better start writing that book just in case you have like Alzheimer's or something. Come on. Oh, I don't even say start that. writing it. Don't even say that. Get it locked away. My uh, my sister keeps telling me I need to play board games. Like she's like, you got to start playing board games. It Take helps you with your brain and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, so let me ask Mike and Megan and Joey and Ashley and you know. The younger ones on the show, Shannon, you're now officially what? on the older side. But let me ask you guys. Oh that, my god! No, that this this Washed is up. that's more of a slam towards the rest of us. But let me ask you guys: when you hear these, hear us talk about this thing and talk about these things, does it scare you at all uh, about uh, trying to be more personal? Because I'm going to tell you this: I don't think I think if you aren't 
very personal. I think you hit a plateau sometimes in your career. I am more scared, like scared of uh, my the things I say about my kids now, and I, I want it. Like I, I'm, this is my dream. This is what I want to do, and my wife fully supports it. And as long as she keeps me in check, and like people around me keep me in check, I'm gonna keep pushing it until somebody tells me to stop. But it definitely puts a pit in my stomach to think uh, that I could someday say something that could completely crush my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Who do you worry about crushing more? Your uh, daughter and question. your son. Ooh. No, I'm going to say this to you. Chelsea will say this to me all the time. Chelsea always says, says, hurting your kids is the most unthinkable thing you could ever do. So Chelsea actually will admit to me that yeah. when I do something against my kids, it's it's brutal. Like I mean, she, but she's also a protective mom. Who? Mm-hmm. But what about you, Mike? I don't know. Who am I more like my kids or my wife? Yeah. Who do you, yeah. Who do you worry? Like like what would what would make you go fuck? I am a total piece of shit. If, if you know, and I guess it's obviously depending on the story and stuff and how much you hurt them, you know? Yeah, it'd be for two different reasons. Like, it, I think it would both hurt, like, the same, but it would be for different reasons. Like, my, you know, my rock, my world, uh, Allie, is, is going to put me in check anyways. So, like, if I do that, she's going to, I, she's the other balance, the other side that I need to put me in check. My kids, there's really nothing that, that like, I'm their protector. I'm their you know, the yeah. teacher, I'm, you know, that I think would probably be, I don't know. It's hard to say. Chelsea said to me one time, she says, your kids are defenseless. You know what I mean? Like yeah, as, yeah. as much as our, right. as our spouses are defenseless being at home and sitting in the radio, that's why that exercise of us doing this thing. Could you imagine, by the way, honestly, I, I well, think the reason about, I share so little of my girls' personal stories, especially the embarrassing ones is because then all their friends are listening in the morning and then they go right to school and they don't even know that I brought it up and told the story. And then they're going to get hammered by friends, possibly made fun of, even worse, the people that aren't their friends. So mm-hmm. I'm very protective of I've lived girls. it. <laughs> I, I have li- I've lived that. So, uh, Ashley, you worried about this one? You worried that we're going to ruin your relationship you with You already Kegs? have. No, I'm kidding. We've already had this discussion about what I can and cannot talk about. She does not like me talking about our sex life. But it's hard because she is a part of my life. But similar to what Mojo said, when they tell you, like, how it affects them, you're, you're crushed. You're like, oh, my God, I really mm-hmm. did hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. But it was such a good topic. That's yeah, how I feel. Exactly. I know. You are evil. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> um, Megan, what about you, Megan? No. <laughs> I don't apply to this at all. I don't care. Yeah, because you do tell all the stories of your brother and your dad, and you get pretty deep in your family, but you guys but, are also but brutally honest to each other. But there's stuff you haven't shared, Meg. And her brother stopped talking to you. Remember last year? The- yeah. That, I, that was... That's mm-hmm. yeah, that wasn't based on anything I did on the air. That's, a, that's No, but I'm saying you didn't share that that was happening. Like, there are definitely things that you feel are too private to share. Yeah, no, I just don't think it ever came up. I definitely would have addressed it if it came up. It just wasn't that big of a deal looking at it. I don't know. When he didn't talk to me, I thought it was stupid, so I just didn't care. But didn't he say to you, don't <laughs> you know talk? Didn't he tell you, don't refer to me on the air? Don't refer about. Uh... Oh, yeah. He said that one time. But that's just like a, I guess that's like a respect thing. Yeah. But then at the same time, if he's not talking to me, I don't have any topics. So yeah. it's like, well, okay, I'm not going to talk about you because now you're you have not to go entertaining. Out and actually meet people, right? When yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 
But like at the same time, I've been very, very forefront. I'm very grateful because I got this job before I started dating seriously. So I started on the morning show when I was 18. I didn't have a serious boyfriend. I didn't have anything. So people know what they're getting into with me. I feel bad for people who have relationships and then they get into radio and it's like, whoa, I didn't sign up for this. Mm -hmm. At least when people start dating me, it's like, well, you knew. You knew this was the deal. Yeah. Um, but no, no, because I don't. I don't know. I'm always the bad guy in my stories. I think people always say like, oh, Megan complains about stuff a lot, yada, yada, yada. I'm always complaining about my own behavior or something that's absolutely asinine anyway that you shouldn't take seriously. That but like if you really listen to my relationship stories, I never shit on other people. I always shit on myself. That's interesting that you say that because yeah. that's one of the biggest things that Chelsea gets mad about with me is that she gets mad that I make her the bad guy in all of our relationship stories and when in reality... I am the bad guy, you know what I mean? Like, I'm the one that's... So she's like, you never make you the butt of the joke or make you look like the mm. the bitchy spouse Which is why or she's whatever. chomping at the bit to come in and tell the true version on the air. She's yeah, so like with my, my ex, he did something that was so, so shitty. And I remember kind of rephrasing it on the air and just being like, at the end of it, I didn't really call him out. I went, am I being too sensitive for being upset about this? Like, I always turn it around and say, like, am I the bad guy? Like, am I reacting wrong to this? Is I don't know. I think there's a lot of ways you can shape a topic mm -hmm. to make it more sensitive to the person and not have people realize how angry you are about the situation. You know what pisses Chelsea off even more than me telling a story and saying, my wife did this or I did this or whatever, is when I passively, <laughs> passive aggressively uh, go... So I got this couple's friend of ours. And it's you guys. And it's about us. And, she, and, and then I'll, I'll go home and she won't talk to me or she'll, she'll be upset about something. And I'll go, what are you talking about? And she'll be like, so you told this story. And I go, no, I didn't. I talked about how, how Dave and Our Karen. Friends were, yeah, I remember them. Our so, friends. Right. But I would love for her to like think of some instances where this has happened oh and for God. us to like play them and have her in the studio and for her to be like so the real story is oh my god tell that, that. Would be great. do you know well, what i mean the, the, the problem though is honestly is is that the ones that it would truly, be too long of a show well yeah, yeah that's true but it would be the ones that truly truly hurt like i hope you that can't they talk about it. i don't yeah that, they're not even around anymore reopen the wound and rip the yeah. band-aid off um all right so uh so that's it for the more mojo podcast um hey Anytime you guys want to come inside, feel free. To, Mike, that was a... Right. Okay, it, call it, back. It doesn't work. You need to learn about comedy. I know. I'm just... I, listen. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.